Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's Dennis Halnon. He's with me again. Finally. He's, he's one of the employee owners at Tab. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. He was... Enjoying some nice uh, California weather, right? Well, it was cold and rainy. Oh, no. But we went to Disneyland, among other places. Okay. So how bad can it be? Happiest place. <laughs> Happiest place on earth. It so, certainly is. That's awesome. So we're, we're happy to have Dennis back. Feel free to get online here. It's cold and rainy as well, as usual in Connecticut. Uh, feel free to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. It's the number, the only number that we'll accept here at uh, the station. Um, you can also call us from anywhere on the planet, right? So if you have a cell phone, generally that number is going to be not going to cost you anything, right? You don't need toll-free numbers anymore. You can just use your cell phone and get a hold of us from wherever you are, 860-522-9842. And we will do our best, our darndest, our very most efforted way to solve your problems. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. If we can. Um, so get online and we'll do our best to do that for you. So, as usual and customary, Dennis, we have uh, technology news. Did you want to bring up something that might have happened last week? Well, yeah. Uh, FAA's NOTAM system yes. uh, went down. Yeah, and, it did. And uh, we weren't at first sure what was going on. Right, or could have been a cyber attack. Could yeah, have been and anything. also, how long was it going to take for them to restore it? Because they right. weren't even sure what was wrong. Right. Um, but they did get it back up and running, and... Uh, planes flew. First time the entire air system was shut down since 9-11. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. And, and I'm happy that I just about missed it because I got home right before it happened. Very nice. So, <laughs> that was nice. Yeah. Um, Mayor, any, P- yeah, Mayor Pete, our, our Secretary of uh, Transportation, I mean, he had trouble filling potholes in, in Iowa. I mean, actually, Iowa? Wherever he was. Indiana. Uh, Indiana, whatever it was. Yeah. Indiana, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it is Indiana. So he had issues with people complaining about potholes in Indiana. I'm not sure he's the best guy for transportation, but uh, he's got a list of well, issues that he's got to fix. Let's be honest. This is a very old system. Okay. So we can't really Typical pin government. this on him. Well, if you we come can in. Pin it on, you can pin it on just government ineptitude lethargy or however you want to call it right uh the general inertia of the agency um, <laughs> inertia. 
I guess. <laughs> I'm not sure I'd use that term. Well, so what happened, Dennis? What, well, what are they saying is happening? Like it wasn't a cyber attack. It was not a cyber attack. Yeah. It was not a hardware breakdown. Right. It was a corrupted database file. Right. And so it was a it was human error that we And understand. it was human error because it looks like somebody did a bad file copy or they copied and pasted and did it wrong. Right. Right. And they they're in the midst of some level of upgrade. Um, right. And um the article that I'm going to share kind of discusses some of the functional problems with this, not just yeah. technical. I mean, it, it's old technology that's being used. Of course it is. But functionally, it's it's a very limited system, and it has a lot of complexity. Mm -hmm. um, it makes it not easy to use. Um, for instance, uh, it, it just generates strings of text. Yeah. And those strings of text often contain abbreviations for things. Yep. And if you aren't familiar with the abbreviation that gets streamed at you, mm. whatever it might be, mm -hmm. then you're going to have to wonder what the heck it's telling you. As and a pilot. As a pilot, as an air traffic controller, as a ground technician, it, it covers a lot of different conditions that get reported. Mm. And a lot of different people have to read this data. Right. And- they don't always know what all of these abbreviations or shortcuts are. And what they really need is something that's a lot more explicit. Right. Uh, like, don't know, take off like, crazy. You got a, a plane coming in over, overhead, right? Right. Or or just maybe, maybe have, like, have a color-coded block, like red, meaning stop doing something. I mean, yeah. What a mixture of text and different other kinds of visual cues would help. But mm. what they have is just archaic. Right. And and even on a functional level, it doesn't always do what it's supposed to. So it's right. kind of a mess. It was a little scary. Every you know, there was that thought of cyber attack. I mean, yeah, it was either government ineptitude or a cyber attack. Thankfully, it was government ineptitude. Um, <laughs> One time, yeah. you're actually grateful for that. Exactly. Um, you're like, oh, okay. I literally went to the guy. If you remember the movie Airplane, and he's sitting there with the plug pulled. <laughs> oh right. Remember? I mean, that's the first thing that crossed my mind. Um, so, all right. Good news on that. You yeah. know, hopefully they'll fix it and we won't be in the air when, I mean, actually, if you were in the air, I guess it was okay. It was a ground stoppage. Right. Yeah. Right. What else you got going, Dennis? Oh, okay. It looks like the Department of the Interior had a an IT audit. Oh, really? And they were looking at passwords. Okay. So it, now, now the audit used a reverse hash on people's passwords to determine what the original password might have been. Yeah. So it's not 100% accurate, but right they could guess we, they could guess what they were using is what you're right. saying using that reverse hash. Um the auditors were able to crack I'm reading this 18,174 or 21% of these accounts. Wow. Just by using simple uh known combinations of password and what's really interesting is is the different passwords that they found. Yeah. Like password one two three dollar sign. Of course. Um there was password dash one two three four. And then interestingly enough, we have things like change it one two three <laughs> and change it now. And you know exactly what happens. Somebody yeah. is confronted with having to change their password, mm -hmm. and they're trying to come up with something that fulfills the requirements, and they don't know whatever they were trying didn't work. 
Right. So what do they do? They just typed literally change it now or change this or something like that. Right. I, <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Now think it about it though. Away. So Dennis, they're they're talking about passwords. I mean, passwords are important, but they're kind of arcane, right? It's kind they of like are. having an audit about something that really we should not just be doing. We should be using a second factor of authentication. We should be using a second factor of authentication, but even the passwords that we use should be secure. Right. And for that, what you should be relying on is a password. Phrase. And they could force that if, at the government by forcing a password that is 25 characters long. Right. Right. You couldn't use password one, two, three dollar sign because you had to come up it with would, something longer. It a would have longer. to be a lot longer than that. Right. So you could, you know, have a sentence, these darn geeks are driving me crazy. Dot, you know, exclamation point. I can't believe I got to change my password again. There's your phrase. <laughs> right. Uh, that's your right phrase. Along the lines of change it. <laughs> yeah. So you can use that crazy along the lines of change it. And, and, and it, but the problem but, is the, the, the geeks that are inside, the administrators of these systems are not forcing that to happen. So you have an auditor come in and say, yeah, you ding-dongs are using stupid passwords, but the auditor really should say, you need to have a setting that's 25 characters long, and you need to have second-factor authentication so that if somebody cracks your password one, two, three, they still can't, they have to get to your phone too or some sort of app. Uh, yeah. To protect you, so it's that's. I'm not sure how many millions we sp- spent on that. I was talking to a client yesterday who has auditors doing some checking on their systems, and we were talking about you know, look, some of the people within the four walls of the company were set were still running as admins, which is a no-no. Oh, seriously? Right. Uh. And so I, I told my client, I'm like, I'm hoping the auditors tell you that this is a bad idea. Otherwise, what are they auditing? Right? You can't, you know, if you don't notice. That you've got administrators that are regular folks in there with that kind of godlike power on the system, you don't realize what what kind of threat you're under. Because if those people get compromised, when somebody calls, when somebody fishes them for their password, then the bad guys have an admin level account right. to mess with. Right. Same thing on 365. If they if they have their own accounts being used as admins and they get fished for those passwords, now the bad guy has has access to your entire Microsoft tenant and is reading all your emails. To figure out and forwarding all your emails to him or her, even the bad guys could be hers too. Uh, they are then figuring out what type of deals you have going on, or where you want yeah. money wired, or what's going on, so they can get in, in between your customer and you. Right. So deprecating users to be not admin level is a is a standard you should be doing, and these auditors should, should be saying that. So I'm really oh, curious absolutely. if that's going to be said. And of course, I said it to my client. I said, "Here's the thing: if they don't say it to you, you got to ask yourself what kind of auditor are they." Uh-huh. Right, if they're the ones supposed to be looking at this stuff, and they're not, and I'm just simply asking you in a conference room, you know, what what kind of value are these auditors? Some of these auditors are more accountants than than technology people. So true. And one of the problems that you face is that there are people that need to get information. They need to be able to install things. Right. And they do need admin rights sometimes, but yeah. the solution is to have two accounts. Right. One that they normally work with all day. Right. And then another one special that they have to authenticate with right. to do whatever special function they need. But very often you find people resist that. Well, and on a business level, until they're because encrypted. they don't want it. Well, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then suddenly they're okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> you know about that idea you suggested? Yeah. Well, it's too late now. The horse is out of the barn. Um, so, what else do you want to bring up, Dennis? We have maybe a minute or two. Oh, let's see. NASA. Yeah, NASA. What, what are they doing? Um, They're catching up to SpaceX? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, maybe. I don't know. Um, it turns out that they overspent on software mm. because they were afraid of the chance that there would be an audit. 
gotcha. of what the software they were using. So they ended up paying Oracle, which is a famous uh, database uh, service company, mm -hmm. uh, also the makers of Java. Yep. Um, they paid them $15 million for licenses they were not actually using. Sounds about right. In order to avoid the problem of having to deal with an audit. Well, you can now, still get audited. Right. But so I'm not even sure what they solved there. They just well, bought more they, than they, they would be able to they would be able to go up to Oracle and say, here, well, we've already paid you, you know, fifteen million dollars for what, twenty thousand licenses for right. X, whatever and the We only have ten thousand people, so we, So you know that we've covered you. All right. And then, you know, Oracle is happy and they go away and your audit is over. But yeah, it's it's just kind of silly, and people have to have ways of tracking the software licensing that they're using. Mm -hmm. What do you what have you got? Where is it? Right. How many how many seats? And th these are things that can be done. Yeah. I mean, you can you can have software licensing ongoing reporting for things like that. Mm -hmm. Why not spend <clears throat> the fifteen million on that, mm -hmm. and yeah. then you have a clean house. You don't need to worry about any audits ever for anything because you always know exactly what you've got. Oh, that sounds like a utopia there, Dennis. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure government would think of that. Um, so think, so uh, we've got three lines open for you. NASA's uh, spending all your money. Um, feel free to get online, 860-522-9842. And we are back. Carolyn is at the helm. I have no idea what music she's picking this morning. But uh, here we are <laughs> with this music. Uh, three lines open for you guys on this Saturday morning. 860-522-9842 is the number. And we got a new phone system in here at uh, WTIC. Very, very exciting. Um, Hooray. So it's all very high techs here. I'm going to push the button once and try to get to Jeff in Glastonbury and see how that goes. You there, Jeff? I'm here. How are you? Hey, it worked. Very good. Good. What can we do for you, sir? Oh, you guys have a great show. Thanks. Um, yeah, I got rid of uh, cable this week and went huh. with uh, Go NetSpeed. Congratulations. Yeah, and they're wonderful. Uh, they installed the modem and router in my basement, yep. and I want to run Cat 6 to a second-floor office right? and be able to have two computers uh, search the Internet at the same time. So what, what do I need? Do I need an uh, Ethernet switch, uh, nope. uh, a splitter? What do I do? Well, all you need to do is run a, run that Cat6 cable from their modem. It's like a white box on the wall, right, where the fiber yeah. comes in. Right. And from that modem, it has one line out, run and take their modem, take the router they gave you, disconnect yeah. it from the cable, bring it up to wherever you want it, and run yeah. the Cat6 cable to that. Okay. And now you'll be able to connect. Well, I, I assume the router they give you is wireless and hardwired? Uh, it's wireless with one uh, port on the back. Okay, that's fine. Uh, the one port would allow you to add a switch to add more ports, but uh, yep. if your systems are wireless up in your study there in your office, then you're good either way. Uh, and how, how would I be able to run a wire to two computers? Well, you put you'd buy a switch. Uh, yeah, you'd have a to switch. have a switch. Oh, and, okay. And a switch is like a multi-port de device that yep. routes traffic, and so you plug that into the one port, the LAN port, um, yep. on your router, and now you can plug okay. as many systems as you want in, so you're going to run more wire. Okay, so the, the the switch goes after the router, not before it. Right. Think of your router as your deadbolt in your house, and then yep. after the router is your network, which is the switch. Okay, very good. One caveat. When you go yep. shopping for a switch, make yep. sure it says that it's gigabit. Yeah. Okay. Don't get 
you'll see the don't words get fast Ethernet. You'll yeah, I was gonna say you're gonna see the words fast Ethernet and you're gonna think it's fast. Yeah. But fast Ethernet is not as fast as gigabit. Right. Okay. All right. It used All to right. be fast. Yeah, yeah. it was. <laughs> but not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> okay. And cat six is uh, sufficient? Yes. More than sufficient. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Actually, Cat Five E will work. Okay, inside a house generally. What, what kind of bandwidth did you end up buying? Uh, seven fifty. Wow, you're going to be very happy. Again, you know my comments on bandwidth, right? I mean, for two pe- yep. for two people, you could have gotten away with the one fifty. Mm-hmm. But uh, you're so you've basically got a a humongous pathway. I mean, you yep. could you could launch the space shuttle on that connection. <laughs> uh, that's what I want to do. <laughs> then, you, then you're going to do it. Okay. All right. Thanks for your help, guys. You got it, Jeff. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Now i got to figure out how to drop the call, which should be – oh, that, well, he hung up. That's even easier. Um, <laughs> <laughs> makes it easier for me to touch anything. So uh, feel free to get online. Four lines wide open on a Saturday morning, 860-522-9842. Speaking of bandwidth, so I got a, an email from a listener uh, who was not able to call during the show, and she asked us on our gethelp.com mailbox about bandwidth. And she was being sold by the cable company, oh. right? A ridiculous amount of bandwidth. It's just her, right? And she was being she's already got a you know luxury car payment that she's paying for as far as her cable service. And it's just her by herself, and they're trying to sell her gig speed, one thousand megabits of bandwidth for just one person in the house. And um, she asked me, Eric, what do you rec- what do I need? And what she, what she needs is just one hundred and fifty megabits, the lowest speed. The cable company would offer her if she doesn't have an alternative like GoNetSpeed in the area. Um, and this is really important when it comes to bandwidth, guys. I mean, the last caller, look, again, I love GoNetSpeed. Don't get me wrong. If you want to buy 750, go ahead. Um, but you're really not going to use it. Um, I, I, even, even though you think you are, you're not. Um, you can only move as much data as you have to move, right? So if, you're, if, you're, if you happen to buy an 18-wheeler and you're only putting one refrigerator in there, in the, in the back of the trailer, you didn't need an 18-wheeler, right? Why would you pay for an 18-wheeler? <laughs> Right, you're only moving a refrigerator, so I can't think of any more. I'm trying. I've always tried to think of analogies for folks to understand that it's not the bandwidth, man. It really isn't. Uh, these days, most services will work beautifully with just a couple hundred megabits of bandwidth. And just to give somebody an idea of what's involved, um, a high def stream, high def, not 4K, but high def, yeah, from Netflix requires about four megabits. Okay, that's four. Right. All right. So if you even have 50 megabit service, which most people don't even have anymore because the minimum is higher than that. Right. You're you're going to have you're going to have no problem. Right. And then they talk about how many devices are in your are in your house there, sir. It doesn't Uh, matter. Yeah, it doesn't. And then and then 4K. Rarely it matters. 4K is about double that. So eight to nine megabits down for 4K. Right. I mean, that's the amount that you're talking about, and that's what most people in homes are going to be right. downloading. And you've so, eliminated any latency because you've gotten fiber. You've got light now going back and forth at the same uh, synchronous speeds. Yeah. So don't overspend on your bandwidth. I mean, do whatever you want. It's your money, right? Who am I to say? Go do what you want. <laughs> but the point is you don't need it because just because you have 750, you literally won't know the difference. Um, you know, you're, that's the key. Why, why have that bandwidth if you don't need it? And the, and the band, and the companies know you're paying for something you don't need. That's why they're oh, happy they, to sell they it. know, they know they're, they know they're t- robbing you blind.
yeah. Robbing is a strong word, wow. it, but it is definitely, <laughs> when it comes to cable companies, maybe that's the case. So we're going to be here until uh, 11 o'clock. We are live, both Dennis and I. We're also here on the Facebooks. So I'm going to post a question out there as well, but four lines wide open on, on, on the new sh- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Got a new phone system here at 1080. 860-522-WTIC is the number. Get online and we'll do our best to help you out. We'll be right back. All right, we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Still three lines open for you guys, so feel free to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. And uh, usually it's easier to do during the 9 o'clock hour than the 10 o'clock hour. Somehow at 10.30, you all wake up and realize, oh, my gosh, i got to ask a question. Um, so we're here for you starting at 9. We roll out of bed and have our coffee. And here we are. Um, it's not quite Brian Shackman hours, but um, it's still early. Uh, so feel free to get online, 860-522-9842, and we'll do our best to help you out. So let's get right to your calls. We're going to go to Stan in uh, hard-hitting New Britain. What's going on, Stan? Uh, good morning, guys. How are you? Good. Good. How are you? Uh, very good. Thank you. I have a couple questions about um, phone service. Um, uh, I currently have, which I'm on right now, is a, which I believe is a landline. Okay. What you believe? Uh, okay. <laughs> the, 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 well, here comes the second question on that. Um, the phone goes into a modem. Okay, which the modem has a cable line going to it. Right. How is that considered a landline? Great question. So, what you actually are on is called emulated pots. Emulated plain old telephone. A landline, just so you know, in telephone terms, is considered a POTS line, plain old telephone. Okay? Okay. And what the cable company is doing there is they're taking that cable line and they're emulating a POTS line. It's not voice over IP, per se. It's emulating a POTS line, um, from what I understand. Yeah. And so it is. you can kind of consider it a landline, but it's expensive, right? I mean, it's probably like 40 bucks a month. It is. Hmm. And, it's, you, and we, you don't need to spend that kind of money on telephone. Pre- Precisely. And um, my next question on that would be, now I've, I've heard um, uh, uh, UMA being mentioned uh, many times over yeah. um, over the uh, uh, program history. Now, uh, once you buy the UMA, that is basically free after that, correct? Uh, as long as you have a, a, an Internet service, correct? Right. So what you're doing with UMA is you're going to convert to voice over IP. You're going to convert to an Internet-based dial tone. 
Uma's going to steal the number from your cable provider, and they're going to port it over to their service. And if you use the service that I think is still around, I'm pretty sure it's still around, you're going to pay nothing but the FCC charges and the War of 1812 tax on your phone line uh, okay. from UMA. And, you know, it's it works. Now, the other thought is, Dan, we here in Connecticut, we're the one of the states that just refuses to get rid of these old phone line numbers, these old landline numbers, and just use our cell phones, which I assume you have a cell phone, right? Yes. So you could also just punt the idea of a phone line in your home and use your cell phone. Because you probably have it on you most of the time, whereas in the old days we had the phone hanging, hanging there on the wall and the cord, and I had to walk out with the cord and talk to my girlfriend, who happened to be my wife. Now uh, I sit there with a fifteen yard, you know, line, fifteen yard line uh, to make conversations. You don't need this stuff anymore, guys. You have a cell phone. Well, you know, with, with, with all that said, the reason why I still have a landline is for for two reasons. One yeah. reason is um, in the event um, you know something would happen and you would hang up, you know, you you would pass out, for instance. They know where you are, to, to, to my understanding, with a landline. But if you were to go to to voice over um, IP um, and, and something would happen, they wouldn't know where that call is coming from. Is that true or false? It's false. It's false. So your cell phone has just as good of caller ID location tracking, even better. Then, if so, if you make a phone call and you pass out, they know that, um, which is kind of an odd combination of what oh, might happen. And uh, voice over IP has something called E nine one one service, right? Which okay. will uh, tell you know the uh, emergency operator where you are, right. and that is done by signing up. What you do is you say, "All right, my phone number is whatever. My physical address for this phone is." wherever your address is, and that is what gets reported to emergency services. But ironically, that would be necessary in your UMA idea. Right. right. Okay. So if you're if you're worried about not being found. Oh, with UMA, you will be found. But you still have to fill that out. Well, you still have to fill out the form, make sure they know what your address is. Right. Yeah. Versus your cell phone, it knows where you are, Got wherever you are. Right. From the GPS. The GPS right. is in GPS, general. it'll also triangulate your location from the cell towers. Yeah. So you, you don't have to necessarily worry about what you just dis- talked about. If that's the only thing you're worrying about, you don't have to worry about that. It isn't a worry. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, you know, the reason why I have, you know, I still have a landline is because, you know, here in New Britain, you know, my house is a little over 100 years old. So I have plaster walls and there's steel with steel mesh in there and stuff. So it's kind of like a Faraday cage. Yep. So oh, when yeah. I'm, so when I'm talking to someone on a cell phone, I have a lot of, like, uh, interruptions where it fades out and, and, and yep. fades in. We got so a fix for that. I'm sorry? I have a fix for that if you want to hear it. Sure, absolutely. Most cell services and cell phones allow you to do voice over Internet, right, over your Wi-Fi. So you need to have a phone that's technically smart enough to say, okay, I'm, I'm connected to Stan's Wi-Fi. I'll make the phone call over the Wi-Fi rather than the crappy cell service I'm trying to connect to because I'm in a Faraday cage. You don't need the cell service to do it. You can connect over the, the, the Wi-Fi in your home that you're paying for already. Oh, and mo- most phones now that are come well, I, what in the last four or five years, right? They have a built-in setting, and it's usually called something like Wi-Fi calling. Right. Turn that um, on and turn that on. Yeah, and your problems that are solved. should solve your problem. Okay, very good. With you know, with 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 that said about the you know about the phone and cell phone, you know, how does that really work as far as a cell phone connecting? To you know, uh, uh, you know, a, 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 a so to speak landline, you know, like I have, you know, going to a modem, you know, I, I know cell phones go from tower to tower, but if you have something that's that has a cable uh, 
uh, attached to it, you know, you're having service from a cable. How does a cell phone tower talk to that? It's all part of the network. So yeah. we're, all, we're all addresses on the network. So your phone number, consider it like an IP address. And the network knows where Dennis is, is right now. His number is now. And, and wherever he happens to be on the planet, the network says, okay, Dennis is here. And I'm going to route Dennis's traffic to that IP address, which is his phone number, and he'll answer the call. And it's basically the network configuration. Now, can that get screwed up? Yep, it sure can. Oh, yeah. Um, it happens where people, you, you're not connected properly. And that can happen with landlines. It can happen with anything. When you port a number over from one network to another, let's say, you, let's say you're leaving Comcast and going to AT&T, they have to reprogram how the traffic gets sent. And they, it's called porting. And they're going to say, okay, Dennis is going from... Here's where I know I'm over here on the on the AT&T network, but now he's going to be on the Comcast network, so i got to tell my network how to get that number over there. So it's all part of programming and networking. It's all done behind the scenes, and wow. that's how the system works generally. Does, generally. does that, does that in, in, in any way kind of slow down a system or have service um, you know, uh, inaccuracies? Not really. No, it is okay. So you can have so, inaccuracies, like your caller ID might say instead of Stan from New Britain, it might say you know Betty's uh, nail salon, and okay. that's just another networking issue for, for the caller ID network. Okay, uh, very very interesting. And um, uh, I, I did get a brand new cell phone, and hey. one of the questions that I wanted to ask about the cell phone is, do you recommend having like a Norton um, security system on that? Because um, one of the things I'm afraid of is you know when you need a cell phone, you, you, you know it might be. You have updates and all kinds of things coming up, but um, mm -hmm. is you know you know what protects a cell from from, from uh, any kind of uh, viruses and things of that nature. Well, what protects a cell phone from, from viruses and anything of that nature is you. Uh, yeah, don't load junk. More than apps. anything else, yeah. it's you. I can't tell my kids enough, and they don't. They're not going to listen mm -hmm. until their bank account's drained. So it is what it is. But the apps you load on your system, if they are. Let's say you load some stupid uh, filter app that makes your face look like a cat for whatever, right? Yeah. Um, that's what these kids are doing, right? And why, why, would, why would some guy make an app like that? Well, maybe he'll make 50 cents a download. Who knows? But a lot of reasons is they, they are malicious, and that stupid cat filter app is sitting there waiting for you to use your banking app. Mm -hmm. Right, and right. so the cat face now the cat app is sitting there and uh, in the background innocuously, hey, you're not using me, but in some cases it maliciously is capturing whatever you type in for your password for your banking app. So you can have an antivirus program, but that's not what the problem is. The problem is is these stores, the Apple Store and the Google Play Store, need to do a better job policing these apps and removing them when they're malicious. Mm -hmm. And you as users got to stop loading every stupid app on the planet on your phone. Like you get some leveling app, right? You know, to, to, I'm not very handy, as you guys know. I'm trying to put up a, a picture in a, a someplace where I don't have a level. You literally can use your phone as a level, right? Because it's it can be done. So I'm finding leveling apps. I put it on there for just a second, use it, and then get it off my phone. Um, wow! I can't. You can't trust the apps you're using and assuming they're all they're all not going to do some damage to you. You just assume they are. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I'm I'm at the age where you know all, all those things are you know cutesy for, for you know for 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 younger people. Um, I, I I have no desire to do that. I just want to have like Uber and you know and just the stuff that you really may need. You know, if you're ever yeah. stuck down the road or something. You know, so right. so basically, if you keep to those main things uh, without any kind of game type of apps, you right. should be okay. Generally, that's that's true. And yeah. what, what did you pick, an Apple or an Android? Well, um, I, I have an Android. Okay, so they're going to always update the iOS as well to get current and better security. So, and you know, the app, the Android operating system is constantly trying to better itself, just like Apple's too. Um, okay. 
Yeah, and um, Android has a gatekeeping function too for apps and uh you know, if an app is on the phone and it gets flagged by Google or your carrier, mm-hmm. that app will be blocked and eventually uninstalled. All right. And and, and that's exclusive to Android? Both, both uh, well, they are both they do both that. do that. I'm just saying that there is this service that's kind of built into it. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Okay, excellent, excellent. Right. So okay, fantastic. And my very last question. Uh, Stan, is, we got to go. I'm getting yelled at by okay, Carolyn. Okay, I mean, great. It's, Thank it's, you. it's hard to make her uh, angry. <laughs> no, I um, I have six months of questions, and 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 you answered all of them. Very good. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Our pleasure, Stan. Yeah. Have a good day. Take you care. too. Bye bye. Bye bye. We'll be right back. Now you're talking. This is Computer Talking Tab. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Get online. Wake up. Come on. Carolyn's working here to get you a little moving this morning. Uh, four lines wide open, 860-522-9842, or WTIC is the number. Um, and we'll do our best to help you out. We are broadcasting over on Zuckerberg's Facebooks, and uh, you know whether or not he allows our broadcast to happen, because some for some reason that, that little bump there, Zuckerberg's going to be like, oh, boy, we can't we can't share that. Oh, no, that would be crazy talk. Um, so he actually throttles our feed. So the only way to organically grow is for you guys to check us out and, and tell Zuckerberg to pound sand. So we have four lines open. While we're waiting for your calls, uh, there was an article that Dennis and I wanted to bring up um, that was happening with Experian, right, Dennis? And more Experian oh, yes. talk. They've been yeah, constantly ex- a problem. Yeah, Experian is um, – how can I put it? It, it's just it's just a security sieve. Yes. I mean, every time you try to put something in there, it just falls through. Yeah. Um, our favorite security blogger, Brian Krebs. Well worth uh, reading. Oh, you should. Th- this guy should be daily reading for mm-hmm. you. OK, yep. seriously. Um, he, you know, he's written another article about how identity thieves are going beyond Experian's normal security procedures to mm-hmm. view your credit reports. Nice. Um, it uses They use different workarounds to get around the fact that they have to know certain things about you in order to get your credit report. Right. And, you know, there's holes in that procedure. A lot of them. Yeah. And they're taking advantage of all of them. Um, and I'm, I don't know. For a company that's supposed to safeguard your personal data and allow and, and say yes, this I mean, guy's credit worthy. Give him a loan of a hundred thousand dollars. I mean, these these this is ridiculous. Right and right and this is serious business that's hanging on this. Right. You know, a lot of money is, is riding on it, and there every few months there's something else that Experian is doing right. to reveal your data. Right. It just happens repeatedly. And the penalties they're putting on some of this stuff is still not strong enough. And I would contend the penalty should be if, if somebody opens up uh, an account on your name, the credit rating agency that allowed that to happen should be penalized in that amount of money. right? So if they allowed for a $100,000 account that's an identity theft and somebody else is buying a boat now on my name, um, uh, Experian should be the ones who actually get hit with a $100,000 fine for allowing that to happen because you're not doing your job. And frankly, right. I didn't even put you in charge of doing the job. Who made you traffic cop on my credit report? That's true. Right? No, none of us had a vote. None. In who is handling our credit reports. Right. Just these companies said, I'll do it. They okay. just set themselves up, and then the banks talk to them, and then away they go. Right. And you and I are on the on the hook 
if something happens and we have to we have to fight to explain that wasn't me. I don't live in Uzbekistan. I don't oh, I don't have <laughs> No. I don't. You know? Let's go on to I, put, I I do rank on Uzbekistan too much. Let's go to Mike in Southland. I'm sure it's a lovely place. Hello, Mike. What can we do for you? Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good, good. How are you? Good. Um, I, I know this isn't cell phone talk with Tab, but I have a cell phone question. I'm hoping it's you technology. Can it's, we'll try. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm looking at my cell phone bill and just trying to think of ways to reduce it. And one of the line items on the bill, like thirty dollars a month for a mobile hotspot. And I guess Yikes. my basic question is, I, I don't use any, I don't use my cell phone as a hotspot, you know, using other devices. But I'm just wondering, does a cell phone act as its own hotspot? Yes, they all can. Well, modern ones, yes. And and the funny thing okay, is, they, they sold you a plan. They sold you an all-in plan of, hey, Mike, we're going to give you this great plan, and you you're, you're can do this, this, and this. How much is your cell phone bill? It's I have two phones on it. It's like one. Thirty a month, somewhere around there. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah. yeah. Um, we uh, so there's alternatives out there. Um, you can check out companies like Google Fi. I recommend them along a lot. They've done a great job by me and my family. Um, you can you can um, my my monthly cell phone bill was like twenty twenty five bucks a month, and uh, I'm a geek. Oh, right? wow. Yeah. So you can you can just stop that data usage. So the idea is they're going to try to give you an unlimited plan of some kind, and you're going to pay through pay as much as you're paying. And uh, right. the alternative is to say, well, I don't use hotspots on my phone. I don't stream movies while I'm driving. Um, I don't need all this bandwidth. So you can approach it that way. There's tons of other cell services out there, like Consumer Cellular. You know, the guy that's the Green Lantern has his uh, cell phone service. I think it's Mint. Um, and he's trying to sell his service. Oh yeah. Um, I looked into him, but I, you know, but it's out there. There's also all sorts of alternatives that'll lower your cell bill. Um, yeah, because you know, I, I know it's really a question for the provider whether or not I can eliminate that line item from the bill. But like you said, they're going to want to try to sell me something else. They might, which may not really save me any money. So you should be able to get like there's unlimited plans out there. If you want to still do unlimited, you know, Google Fi has a forty dollar a month unlimited plan. You can use your fo- your hmm. cell phone as a hotspot too. So it would roughly yeah. have your cost if your phone is smart enough to use Google Fi. Yeah, okay. And it's using the same network, well, hey, guys. thank you very much. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. All right, hey, have a good day. Yep, good luck. All right, so he's going to try to save a few bucks. Um, let's see if we can get Sherry's question in. Hey, Sherry. Oh, hi. Thanks for the call, taking my call. Sure. Um, I was listening to your show about the phone having a landline and why you need a landline. Why you don't and- need one. Yeah, well, I do, actually. I have a cell phone, and I have a landline, because in my house, I have a lot of drop calls, and even though I have Wi-Fi calling activated on my phone, Mm -hmm. I still get drop calls. Fair enough. So... and is there a reason why that would be that the the, uh, Wi-Fi doesn't pick them up? Yeah, because your Wi-Fi is not working real well. Right. (laughs) It's you. It's your problem, Sherry. (laughs) Exactly. I knew it would come down to that. Yeah, so you can you can keep paying for that landline or upgrade your Wi-Fi router system, right? So how old's your router in there? Oh goodness. Right. Um, it, it's Comcast, so it's old. Oh, okay. So you could you could punt their router, put in your own mm-hmm. um, new, nice, shiny new router. It'll probably broadcast much better wi- wirelessly for you, and you then if it works well, then you could cancel that line. Okay. Um, otherwise, you're just going to pay a lot of money because the, pro- the problem's yours. It's fixable. <laughs> I 
I knew it was that. Would you recommend any type of a router? Yeah, I like Linksys still. Um, you know, they do a good job. They're owned by Cisco. Yeah, the the Linksys. Well, actually, they're not owned by Cisco anymore. They they're not sold to uh, Belkin, but oh, okay, it's the I didn't same, know that. It's the same manufacturing yeah. lineup, so okay. you're getting the same kinds of stuff. The other one to think about is TP-Link Archer series. Mm -hmm. uh, they get some good marks. Right. TP-Link Archer, okay. And this one is, I think it's all in one, my router and wireless. Right. And... But you're in West Hartford, right, Cher? Yeah. Do you have GoNetSpeed down the line yet? I do. Oh, my I, gosh. Uh, what are you doing? Oh. Get, they're going to get it from them. They'll set I know, you up. I, just, I know. I know. And I've, I have sort of looked into it, but then... It's disconnecting and then looking for you know YouTube streaming and oh it it's funny like, it seems oh. a lot it's almost it's almost like they the cable company sees that you're looking and they keep dropping you <laughs> um, I would highly recommend you go to your neighbor's house and go and get find out and get GoNetSpeed over there you'll right. save a ton of money and they'll give you the right and router they'll give you the new router for free yep. oh they will yes yep. all right I all think right. you've convinced me go okay. do it Sherry thank you so much you're welcome bye bye, bye, -bye. Yeah, guys, get with, the, get with the program upgrade. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. We'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts Baseball is back and so is MLB.tv Watch every out-of-market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices anywhere, anytime, all season long Follow the action live or on demand Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.